Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. on coast to coast for hour two we bring in mafia brian siano to talk uh the fight game all right mafia uh conor mcgregor and nate diaz getting into it again on social media we've been down this road several times what happened this time because i have no idea what you're talking about i've been uh, doing opening day all day i don't know about their war yeah. of words this time it's just the two of them going back and forth, acting, you know, talking smack about who's the king, who's better than the other one. I did this to you, or I did this in my career, and really, it doesn't matter because neither you're the king right now, neither you're the best in any division that you're fighting in. Yes, uh, if you're going to talk about money, then yeah, that's Connor. But uh, for these two to be going back and forth with the yapping again, who cares? You know, if you're going to fight, go ahead, talk all you want, talk the smack, promote the fight. Otherwise, just stay out of each other's lives because we don't care anymore. You know what's funny is that this guy. Uh, McGregor, he, he said yesterday that they should have a belt named after him, the McGregor belt. And he, <laughs> yeah. and, and meanwhile, I looked at the pound for pound uh rankings in every single division. Is it accurate? He's not even ranked. No, he's not. He doesn't deserve to be. I think that's actually what even started this little Twitter war, if I remember correctly, was you know something along those lines. And then, you know, of course, Diaz goes back at him and then kind of went back at him saying, listen, they created a belt for you and you couldn't even win it. That BMF belt that made for him in Moscow and he couldn't win that one. So he's like, don't even talk to me about, you know, all this stuff. And yeah, he's not in the pound for pound top you know rankings because he doesn't fight enough and he doesn't win. If you want to be pound for pound best, you got to be one of the best in the UFC and right now or in the sport. And right now he's not. You know, let's be honest. He's not one of the best in the lightweight division. He was, you know, sitting there in the top five just out of his name and what he's done in the past, but he didn't really deserve to be up there. And now that he's lost two of his last three in that division, he's not going to be in that one. And if you're not even in the top five of your division, you're not going to be one of the town, uh, pound for pound best of the top ten because you're taking all the divisions, men and women. So, yeah, of course he's not going to be in the pound for pound best. So uh, Chandler is talking. He says there's a lot of pressure on uh, Dustin Poirier uh, to not lose after giving up a title shot to fight McGregor a third time with a trilogy fight. I think Chandler may have something here. He is. He's absolutely correct in this one because, you know, there's talk of that it should have been him versus Poirier for the title that, you know, or Poirier versus Oliveira. But apparently when it was offered to him, they fight Chandler for the title. You know, according to Chandler, he 
just said no. He didn't want to. He said, you know, no offense to the guy, but uh, he doesn't have anything that he doesn't have anything that intrigues me. He even said that in the press conference after the fight against McGregor, because Chandler was on that card. And it's like, listen, I, no offense to him, but he hasn't done it enough in the UFC. I want, I got to see more from this guy to think that he's a real legit challenger. So he turned down the shot against him and went for the big money fight instead against McGregor, because that's going to bring in a lot of more bucks than it would against Chandler. So he's getting this big shot against McGregor to make even more money than he did in the last one, probably. But if he loses that fight, then now he's getting knocked down the hill. Now instead of being the top guy, now instead of being the guy that should have the belt, now he's coming off a loss, and he's on the same ground as McGregor. So, you know, Chandler's saying, listen, he's taking a big chance here. Sure, he's making a lot of money on this fight, but if he loses, he's not getting a chance at the belt for another two or three fights. So I don't know why he did it. Well, first of all, I don't even think he actually cares if he uh, loses at, at this stage of his career because he's done so fabulous. Uh, he beat his ass. He's now going to get paid like a champion, and he's running his other business, his Tabasco business, whatever the hell it is. The guy's gotten rich and famous off of all of this. I don't think he really right. cares. And not only that, I still think he can beat McGregor's ass. I already saw him do it. Yeah, I think he'd be taking this fight if he didn't think that he could. I think if he thought that he was going to lose this fight, then he might have went for the belt. And then, you know, maybe McGregor worked back up to get to him and maybe built up the hype a little more and he got a few more fights under his belt before he you know took that possible L. But I think that he's confident, as he should be. We said going into that fight, he is the better fighter. We saw in that fight that he is the better fighter. And what's going to change between, you know, last two months ago and, uh, you know, two months from now? In his mind, probably nothing. And in my mind, the same thing. We welcome in our radio affiliate Sirius XM Channel 204, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Sports Map Radio Network and Sports Byline USA. It's Pharrell, coast to coast. I'm talking to Mafia about the fight game. TJ Dillashaw is taking shots at Corey Sandhagen. What's that about? I mean, Dillashaw is going to be coming in here now and running his mouth because he always has, first of all. But now, you know, he's fighting Sandhagen. He's trying to get back to the top. Sandhagen's a top contender. And, you know, Dillashaw is accusing Sandhagen of trying to spy on him. Uh, you know, or accused of sending spies to record Sanhagen. It's going to be a war of words back and forth. You know, Dillashaw's always run his mouth, you know, ever since he started getting to the top of that division. He was very quiet, very respectful. And then once he got a shot for the title, he just became kind of a jerk. And now he's coming back and doing the same thing off of his suspension for cheating. He's not changed his ways according to what we're seeing. So we'll see if he's back at the top level of his game when he gets this fight or if Sanhagen's going to put him down and put him, you know, back into the lower end of the top 10 of that division and make him work his way up. Reebok, their era comes to an end, outfitting the UFC. I thought they were bunk anyway. Now Venom takes over. Yeah, Venom's more of an MMA brand. They, you know, are more focused on the product. So while Reebok didn't really have anything MMA gear, Venom is more, you know, in tune for the fighters in that regard for actually getting in there and fighting. We'll see how that goes. But they also talked about, you know, how, how all the money's going to the fighters for this one. They're not making any money off it. Yeah, but it's not that much difference. It's like a grand or two per fight, depending on your level of competition, depending on how many fights you have in the UFC. So, yeah, it's great that they have this deal and the fighters are making some money off it, but they'd be making a lot more if they got their own sponsorships, that's for sure. Tell me about Endeavor taking complete control of the UFC now. Yeah, Endeavor is what you know used to be the uh, WMG, IMG, whatever the acronym was, the old agency that bought the UFC. And they own 50.1% right now. But now apparently they've filed with the SEC that they've reached deals and you know raising money to, one, go public. And when they go public, they're going to get all this money, these you know, $175 billion or whatever it is, to $175 million, I forget what the number is, to take the rest of the UFC over, where they will have 100% controlling interest of all the shares of the UFC, all the other you know creditors, all the other people that own parts of it. They're going to buy them out. One, as long as they raise the money. Two, as long as they go public. If neither of those happen, though, then it's going to be back to just what it was and them having 50.1%. All right, great stuff, Mafia. When we come back, we'll get into some more opening day baseball. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So crazy shenanigans going on in baseball right now. How about it, uh, Coors Field? Carver High, what happened to the Dodgers with their base running blunder? Yeah, so Cody Bellinger hit what he thought was going to be a two-run homer to put the Dodgers up 2-0. Uh, but Justin Turner, who was on base, thought the ball was caught. So he started going back, I would guess, towards first. Bellinger passes him on the base paths, which makes him out. So Turner goes around to score. Bellinger gets credited with an RBI single instead of a two-run homer. Dodgers took a one-nothing lead, which now the Rockies have scored and tied it at one. So a bizarre start to the season for the world champion Dodgers as they get a Bellinger two-run homer taken off the board. I have not physically seen the play yet, Scotty. I am just reading the tweets about it. Uh, but it sounds like Turner made the big mistake on the homer. Yeah, I have the game on now. It's it's on TV, so it's 1-1. It looks like a beautiful day in Denver. Tigers beat the Indians 3-2. to two. It was snowing at uh, Comerica. The Jays steal the win 3-2 over the Yankees in 10 in the Bronx. They earned it, and uh, the Yankees were terrible with some of their at-bats. And I mean, it was just unbelievable. Rangers are up 6-5 on the Royals in the second inning with runners on the corners right now in one out. Rays Marlins scoreless in the fourth. Cardinals 7-3 on the Reds. Bottom three in the Queen City. The Padres have taken the lead 2-1 on the Diamondbacks at Petco in the top of the third. Phillies up 2-0 on the Braves in the bottom of the sixth. Twins lead the Brewers 3-2 top seven. Dodgers, Rockies, we told you, ones. And the Pirates lead the Cubs. Bottom six at Wrigley. 4-2 Buccos. What else in baseball, Carver High? Yes, we do have some action tonight. Uh, one game did get canceled. The Nationals and the Mets will not be taking place. Positive COVID cases or one case with at least one of the players. We'll see if there's more. Uh, so that game is off tonight. They will try again on Saturday to get things going. Um, or also, to, we had the Red Sox and the Orioles canceled early this afternoon for rain. Um, the Cubbies, you said they're in action with the Pirates. Let's hear from Jed Hoyer. Of course, yesterday... We played Anthony Rizzo. Very big deal being made about Rizzo staying a Cub, apparently. Uh, Hoyer is still confident that the Cubs are going to get this done. Any negotiation, there's significant back and forth. There's dozens and dozens of, of conversations. And, you know, I would just say that I've told Anthony over and over that I really want him here for a long time. And I've made that clear. And um, I've also articulated the Cubs' position uh, to him very clearly. And um, I think he knows where we stand. And um, but the most important thing is that he knows that we want him back. All right, that was Jed Hoyer. Uh, just an update: it's two-one Rockies now 
Fuentes mm. singled uh, to center and Hampson scored. It's 2-1 Rockies leading the Dodgers right now. The Dodgers are at bat in the top of the fourth, so they got that run in the uh, third inning, I believe. So either or, Rockies lead that game. But that was Hoyer talking about Rizzo. I told you yesterday, uh, they didn't give this guy his money. They better hurry up and give it to him because if not, they're going to lose him. Yes, they are. Fernando Tatis Jr. did get his money, as we know, before the season started. The Padres are underway. They lead 2-1 to one right now against the D-backs. Here is Tatis Jr. Feels the Padres can absolutely win the World Series this year. Scotty, a lot of confidence. Here's Tatis Jr. I'm very confident, very confident the guys we have, you know, how they how they take business about their work, how they, everybody just got ready for this season. And uh, I feel like everybody's in great shape. Everybody's on the right mindset. That's that's really that's really a big factor over here. And I'm really truly confident on the team we have and what, what we're taking on the field. You know, it's weird. Uh, I think he has a huge role now with all that money they gave him. I think, you know, frankly, uh, for me, Machado and Tatis have to be the faces of the franchise and to speak up, you know, much like, Derek Jeter used to do for the Yankees, win or lose. He would handle his business after games. And I think, you know, it's rare. I, I haven't sat around seeing Tatis talk a lot. I know he's very popular and everything else, but I think he needs to have this role of speaking for the a club and uh, being out in front. And, you know, he's got all that money now. He's got responsibilities. Big game going on there right now. They're up 2-1. We mentioned earlier with the Craig Mish video, the Mets signed Francisco Lindor, 10 years, $341 million. Where does that put him? Right behind Mookie Betts, who signed for 365 Trout signed for 360 That puts him in at third, 341 Tatis at 340 Bryce Harper, 330 So some very big company here for Francisco Lindor when it comes to his contract. Now, it is opening day, Scott. So what do I have to give you on opening day? What do we love here? Look, power rankings. Opening day power rankings. Before what? anybody has even played a game, the Dodgers, Padres, Yankees at the top, Braves, Mets, Astros, Blue Jays, White Sox, Twins, A's. Your power rankings before the season even started. Yeah, I'm going to move the uh, Blue Jays ahead of the Yankees since they kicked their ass today. <laughs> and I'm also going to move the White Sox ahead of the Yankees. Uh, I think it's hilarious how, uh, frankly, every year since I've been alive, the Yankees are favored to win the World Series, even if uh, people don't have a clue if they have their whole starting rotation injured, their bullpen's all out, uh, none of their guys can hit, but they're still going to win 110 games. I mean, it really does get ridiculous. Uh, it absolutely does. Rob Manfred, MLB commissioner, spoke yesterday. Like we heard from Goodell earlier in the week, he hopes MLB stadiums are at full capacity by midsummer. So he's hoping that by the middle of the season, he can get some full houses throughout the league. Also, baseball holding preliminary talks to move this summer's all-star game out of Atlanta. They are scheduled to have the midsummer classic there in July. Highest-selling jerseys since the end of last season. I know you love this. Number one, Mookie Betts of the Dodgers. Bellinger, number two. Tatis Jr., three. Bryce Harper, Clayton Kershaw. All rise with all the strikeouts today at number six. Acuna at seven. Lindor, eight. Kike Hernandez 
Here's the outlier of the top 10. And then Mike Trout in there at number 10. You're, and here's the problem, Scotty. When the best player in the game is the 10th highest selling jersey, that's a problem. <laughs> it's a well, problem. I, you know, I, I think he's an incredible player like everybody else does, but he plays on a crappy team. So no one cares about the Angels and nobody wants to buy Angels jerseys, even if his name's on it. Everybody wants a Tatis jersey. Everybody wants a Mookie Betts jersey. And I don't blame him. And let me say one other thing about the Braves. It's not the Braves' fault. The Braves are not in cahoots with this uh, absolutely racist law that the governor of Georgia has signed in uh, to ban, basically, uh, to screw blacks from voting. I mean, uh, they're so mad that Donald Trump got his ass beat in Georgia that they've changed the voting laws to screw blacks. And I think it's absolute BS uh, that the governor did it. I think he should be thrown out of office for it. And I, I think he should be impeached. I think he's a loser. And I also believe that the Braves have nothing to do with this. I'm not sure I agree. Moving the All-Star game out of uh, Georgia is fair to the Braves. It's fair to the state of Georgia to screw that governor over. But it's not fair to the Atlanta Braves. They have nothing to do with this. MLB umpire Angel Hernandez, the racial discrimination suit was dismissed by the U.S. District Judge, the Cleveland team. Of course, we know that they are in the process of phasing out the Indians. They have banned Native American headdresses and face paint from any home games at Progressive Field this season. We have games tonight, just a couple. We said the Mets and the Nats have already been canceled. Uh, they'll make that up at a later date. Three games, White Sox, Angels, Giolito on the hill for the White Sox, the Astros and the A's and the Giants and the Mariners, all those, Scotty, 10 p.m. Eastern or later. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Giolito uh, to win that game in Anaheim. I'm going to take the A's in their opener at the Ashtray, and I'll go with Seattle over the Giants, even though I think both of those teams absolutely stink and will all season long. Coming up, we'll talk to legendary host Scott Kaplan from Mightier 1090 in San Diego. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Buckos adding to their lead at Wrigley. Oh. Get a little uh, five runs. You got a little Clemente in there. We got to get a little Bucko baseball in there, Carver High. Five to two Buckos. They extend their lead to over the Cubs at Wrigley. And not only did they do that, Scotty, 
but we're over the six and a half. Up, 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 up and over. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Hot. Right, so we're going to talk to Scott Kaplan later. Uh, he, he, We're pushing him back one segment, but he's going to come on the show. He's driving recklessly in Southern California right now. We just can't have it. Carver High said, we just cannot have it. We cannot have that at all. We will let Scotty get into his home studio, and then we will fire him up. Hockey last night. Break up the Sabres. They snapped the 18-game losing streak with a 6-1 win over the Flyers. We were chasing them. Pharrell was on them last night as well. A cover for the Sabres in Buffalo last night. How about that? (laughs) Well, I just cannot believe that I cashed a ticket that said Buffalo Sabres on it after two months of them losing, and I picked the night that they win after the night before that they were up 3-0 and blew that game and lost in overtime. Uh, to the Flyers, I went back to the well with them, and I bet on them, and they covered for me. It was a miracle. The Kings snapped the Golden Knights' home winning streak. Uh, They had won six in a row at home. And why did they lose, Scotty? Because they wore those red jerseys last night. That's why the Knights lost last night to the Kings. That's right. Because they wore those red jerseys. Awful job by them. Uh, Colorado continues to stay hot. They are just hammering teams right now. They beat Arizona 9-3. to As I told you last night on the bench, one of the easiest covers you could ever have in your life. Over five and a half, it hit seven minutes into the game. It was 5-1 with 13 minutes to go in the first period. That is a winner, baby. Avalanche playing really well right now. What was the deal with, who was it, McKinnon throwing helmets at people? Yes, yes. McKinnon got uh, the same fine. How about this? McKinnon got fined the same amount for throwing the helmet at the guy as McDavid did yesterday for almost taking the guy's head off in the Canadian game. The same fine, five grand. That's the most they can find these guys. I think that those are two very different offenses uh, between McKinnon and uh, and McDavid. Well, it's obvious that the league office plays favorites. I mean, they're not going to penalize uh, Connor McDavid. They love him. And uh, the same way they would probably uh, treat Sid Crosby. They just, they aren't going to. You know, slap their superstars with big uh, fines and suspensions. I thought McDavid's hit was suspension worthy. I thought it was a dirty head shot with an elbow. And I thought it's BS what they gave him. I think it's a joke. I think it makes Bettman and his front office at the league office uh, look ridiculous. The Sharks getting hot. Uh, they beat the Wild second time in a row at the tank. Four to two. Nice job by them. Tonight. The Jackets are in Tampa Bay again. They beat them there the other night. The Lightning have lost three in a row, laying the heavy minus 280 wood right here. The Red Wings are in Florida against the Panthers, another big number, minus 250. Canadians and Senators tonight in Ottawa. Habs are the road favorite. The Rangers in Buffalo. The streak is over. Can the Sabres win two in a row with the plus 245 at home tonight? And the first of two very big games in the Eastern Division tonight, the Penguins in Boston to take on the Bruins, Bruins minus 132. Fair enough. Let's go backwards. I'll go with the uh, Penguins tonight on the road in Boston with the high-risk bet. I like Pittsburgh to win this game, and they're getting a goal and a half. I'll take that as well. I'm going to go Rangers here, Mike, over the Sabres in Buffalo. I don't think they can win two games in a row. It took two months to win one. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, NYR. Give me the Rangers, the blue shirts. Canadians and Senators. I'm on the Canadians tonight in Ottawa. Detroit at uh, the Panthers. I got to go Panthers. They play really well in South FLA with all of that gorgeous hunk, hunk, hunk. 
And then uh, I'm going to go Lightning. There's no way I believe they're losing four in a row, and I don't believe they're losing to Columbus at uh, Tampa. So give me the Lightning. Also tonight, the other big game in the East, the Capitals visit Long Island for the first time this year. They've beaten the Islanders three times, all in D.C. Islander minus 126 at home tonight at the barn. Carolina lost to Chicago the other night. They try to avenge that. They are road favorites, minus 168. Nashville has won six games in a row. You were talking to Adam earlier. They've won six in a row, but you're still getting them plus 108 at home tonight against the Stars. Give me that ticket. And the Wild and the Golden Knights off losses last night. They face each other at T-Mobile. Vegas minus 164. Yeah, first of all, I don't think Vegas is losing two games in a row. I think they're too good, and they shouldn't have worn their Calgary Flames fourth sweater last night. It's embarrassing how many different sweaters they have and those stupid Notre Dame helmets they wear, too. Get a clue. You look like idiots, and that's all there is to it. You're too good of a team to be wasting all your time with all this fashion nonsense. Uh, You look stupid. Uh, Dallas and Nashville. How are you going to bet against Nashville tonight? Getting a goal and a half and going for their seven straight win? Hopefully my interview with Adam that got cut short isn't indicative of a bad night for the Predators tonight in uh, Bridgestone at the Smashville. Uh, Canes and Blackhawks. I'm going Canes there. And I'm going to take the Islanders at the barn. Uh, They're going to get some revenge on all those bad games with the Capitals in D.C. I like the Islanders out on the island. Some football for you. John Mara, Giants owner, spoke yesterday, says that the Giants are in no rush to extend running back Saquon Barkley, maybe because he never plays. And he also said, after spending big money in free agency and not making the playoffs for six years, I want results. Here is Giants owner John Mara. I think you have to seize the opportunities when they present themselves to you. The the big money that we spent um, recently uh, we're on two young players uh, that we think can be here for a while. Um, and in terms of whether I expect them to make the playoffs, look, I go in every season expecting to make the playoffs. Okay, unfortunately, I've been wrong the last five years. But I, I always expect us to make the playoffs and expect us to be in contention at some point. But in terms of, of the money we spent uh, this year, I mean, there were opportunities that presented it themselves, particularly at positions of need, uh, with quality players um, and guys that we, you know, did a lot of research on, so we took advantage of the opportunities, and hopefully they'll pay off. Well, we'll see. Uh, I think they got all kinds of issues with that team. I'm not ready to start putting them in the playoffs, to be honest with you. And I think that they're doing the right thing with Barkley. I got to tell you, a uh, guy blows out his knee, uh, misses a year, major rehab, everything else. Why in God's name would they rush out and give him a fat deal? I don't trust his knee as far as I could spit. In fact, I wouldn't give him a new deal at all. I'd make him play out his deal. If he doesn't like it, go play somewhere else. You know what they say, right? These running backs are a dime a dozen. They absolutely are. The Patriots, of course, missed the playoffs last season, and they they were not used to that. You had 20 years of dominance and then one bad year, but Robert Kraft, He does not tolerate losing, Scotty, and he wants back to winning football in New England. Here's Robert Kraft. After my family, the Patriots are the most important thing in my life, and I think what we can do to impact the community, but also the privilege I have of owning this team in my hometown, and 
It's like I said when I bought the team, I, our family is a custodian of a public asset. And the bottom line here is winning. That's what this business is. And, that, and when we don't, it's not a good feeling. Listen, I think the guy's a great owner and he's done a million things for the community and the country and philanthropy. And no one can touch him. He's amazing. But I'm not buying the whole family shtick after that performance of his down at the uh, massage parlor. Seemed like he really cared about his wife that day. I don't want to hear it. I'm not listening to a guy brag about how much he loves his family that gets busted in a sex shop. Thank you very much. And he got off because of his money. Because if they rolled that film of him in there, it was not going to go well. We will head down to Florida ourselves and hear from Leonard Fournette, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back, says he turned down bigger offers to stay with the Bucs, and that's because, Scotty, he feels wanted in Tampa. Here's Leonard Fournette. Well, it means a lot. You know, uh, like guys like, you know, Tom, Coach, Coach B, uh, B.A., uh, them having you know, faith in me, uh, respecting me also to the carry the ball in the last couple of playoff games. Uh, it, it meant a lot for me. You know, and also just to show him well, well, you know, why I got drafted number four overall while well, I was a high pick, too. So I had something to prove. Listen, I thought that guy was an absolute monster for them in the postseason and especially underneath catching the rock and yards after catch. He was running over people and stepping on their faces. I thought Fournette was brilliant for Tampa Bay, and I think that's why they signed him again. Not this whole, we're bringing everybody back. We're going to have every single reload. We're going to do That guy earned that deal. He was just incredible in the postseason for them. I thought he was crucial to Brady's success. The band is pretty much back together in Tampa. One name not back yet, Antonio Brown. Him in the Bucks, not close on a new deal. NFL owners approved Daniel Snyder's buyout of his minority owners there in Washington. Deshaun Watson's lawyer issues testimonials from 18 therapists supporting Deshaun Watson. So we have 21 now or 23 cases against. We have 18 letters supporting the case gets, uh, the whole situation gets stranger and stranger, Scott. I mean, honest to Christ, how many masseurs do you have? I mean, he goes, yeah. he's got 23 of them that say he was whipping out his, his product, and then your boy has got 18 that love him. I mean, what's the difference? I mean, this guy's got him all over the place. What's he got a national hotline for masseurs? He goes to the R&T. He gets his uh, action in, and 18 of them love him to death, and the other 23 want to make him go broke. And I can't get over every time Cam does the story and starts talking about his package. I have heard it all <laughs> on coast to coast, for Christ's sakes. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
All right, for all back on Coast to Coast, uh, it's an anniversary party here today for uh, <laughs> legendary uh, Scotty Kaplan out in San Diego. He's a god on the radio in SoCal. <laughs> of course, he does afternoons, 3 to 7 on Mightier 1090, our great affiliate in San Diego. And, of course, he does a gigantic show as well in Los Angeles on ESPN 710. The guy doesn't sleep. He doesn't eat. He doesn't work out. He used to be a football star. Now he's getting fat. He's losing his tan. He can't go fishing. He can't go golfing. He's so busy. And then, and then listen to this. It's his 20-year anniversary. He can't even celebrate that because he's got to sign his TV deals. He's too busy doing TV shows. <laughs> Scotty, hey, congratulations on 20 years. No better host in San Diego, that's for sure. Well, thanks, man. From you, that means a lot because guys like you and me, man, when it comes to radio, we're just survivors, grinders, you know, and you're That's so it. right because like today's today's opening day of baseball and I can't tell you how many people said, hey, I'll see you down at the ballpark or hey, stop by and visit with us. I'm like, yo, I'm freaking anchored to this thing right here. I'm in studio all day. It's not like it. You know, you're doing new things and new technology and so are we. And so, yeah, man, things are definitely different today, different kind of opening day. What about you, though? 20 years out there and all the success that you've had. I heard you before uh, we came out of break that, you know, a couple of years ago, it was down and out in Beverly Hills. Everybody was freaking out. Uh, nobody had jobs. And then uh, you get back on the air. You're blowing up. Uh, next thing you know, you got this huge TV deal in Southern California. All of it deserved. What's it like for you to uh, reminisce about 20 years of excellence and your anniversary and all that's happening in the right direction for you there? You deserve all of it. Well, thanks, man. I mean, like I said, you know, I, I have followed your career for so long. And so from you, that means uh, more than I'm dead serious, more than you realize. I'm not, this is not radio nonsense, you know, and just trying to say the right things on. Um, seriously, it means a lot. I, I'm very lucky, Scott. I, I came out here in 2001. I was 31 years old. I was a loudmouth kid who really, my origins are in South Florida. I had been working in New York City at WNEW. I know you know these radio stations. And right. things did not work out. We were too young. We were too inexperienced. Just it didn't work out. And I got lucky enough in 2001 to get an opportunity to come here to San Diego. Back then, you'll remember this, there was a radio station called Extra Sports 690. And I wanted to sure. work there because you got to live in San Diego, but you got to broadcast to L.A. And I connected with my then longtime radio partner, Billy Ray Smith, who was a player for the Chargers, and he was about 10 years retired, and he was still very relevant in town, and his wife was a hot shot uh, news anchor in town. And so they were kind of kind of San Diego royalty because he was like the one former Charger player that was in the local media. So I definitely rode his coattails for the first 10 or 12 years, uh, but he ultimately, Billy Ray, became more famous in San Diego as a radio host than he even was as a player. I mean, he was loved as a player, but he was on bad charger football teams. He became loved as a, a radio host. And so, you know, 20 years ago, he and I were sitting at spring training for the first time. We barely knew each other interviewing guys like Bruce Bochy and Tony Gwynn and um, just the, all the old school Padre guys that were part of those teams. And you wake up 20 years later and four kids later and a divorce later and all kinds of other crazy stuff, dude. And then you're like, you're like, what? What's the deal? I'm on radio still 20 years later. How's that? Hey, so, uh, you know, you've, you've reinvented yourself with your new crew and, uh, it's a great show that you do on mightier 1090. 
What's it like for you to, uh, you know, start a whole new thing and then to go up and work with all these big shots in Los Angeles that you're doing a show with now? You're super busy, but it's got to be cool as a creative guy that you are to, you know, mix it up and do both and then to find the right people to, to click with you. And then you had to go and fit in with all these other guys that are probably like, who's this guy think he is coming in totally. here? I've had that feeling before. What's that been like for you? Totally. So, you know, reinventing, right, Scotty? I mean, you've been here and done that and, and reinventing. So not only was I two years ago, the radio station that we're on in Southern California on 1090, that radio station went off the air. And I literally had no idea what I was about to do. Four kids making a very healthy living. And all of a sudden it was gone. No fulfill your contract, no pay you out, nothing like that. Gone. Goodbye. And so I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. Luckily, I had these friends at Callaway Golf, and they had built a Dan Patrick-style studio. They had hired right. ESPN producers, and they went out and they, they built and spent a lot on their own television production studios. And they said, hey, come use our place. And I said, to do what? And they said, to broadcast. I said, to wear them on radio. They said, no, no, to YouTube. At the time, I had zero YouTube followers. I didn't even have a YouTube account. So in the, over the course of the last two years, we've gone from radio into YouTube. And then we were podcasting on all the audio podcast platforms. And then we just got lucky that in August of this past year, in the middle of the pandemic with sports completely shut down, there was a gentleman here in San Diego that wanted to revive this great radio station, 1090. He did. We jumped back on air. Uh, by the way, Scott, you'll love this. This isn't a job, man. It used to be, I'd go to work. I'd talk a bunch of crap for about three, four hours, and then they'd pay right. me. It doesn't work like that anymore. Now, we have to be our own sales team. We have to go out and find our own sponsors. And that's really how we do things in San Diego. Then your question about LA, from out of nowhere, as all of this stuff is happening, ESPN Los Angeles comes to me and says, hey, what would you think about doing our nighttime show? And I started doing the math of how I could do all of this. And I said, you know what? It's the pandemic. I'm not leaving my house. I can do this. And then things were going so well in LA that they said, would you come down and work on the afternoon drive show with George Sedano and LZ Granderson? And I had been crossing over with those guys in the evenings. And I thought, well, this will be an right. easy transition. No problem. And let me tell you something, not the case, not the case at all. Those two guys have been working together for many years over different iterations, different time slots and so on. And here I am, the new guy. I've been friends with George Sedano for 20 years. I've never had a chance to handshake uh, LZ Granders. I've never, I've talked to him on the air. We've talked down the line. We zoom together every day, but th that's my relationship. And so it's very, very difficult to go from being your own show, Scott Farrell to jump into a three man show. Could you imagine two guys that have been working together for 10 years? And then all of a sudden here comes Scott Farrell. I mean, you're a number one, you're a quarterback. So it's been a tough transition if I'm being honest. Yeah, I'd say hi to George for me. I'm good buddies with him. He's a great guy. I knew him uh, in Miami like you did. Uh, send my best to him. Uh, before I talk about the Padres real quick, because they're very important. Hosmer hit a home run. I know they're up 3-1 at least the last time I checked. Uh, we're always yeah. pulling for the Padres here on the bench and on uh, Coast to Coast. So tell me, uh, how did you get the TV deal? Now you're on TV at night on cable, Cox in Southern California, unless I'm mistaken. That's fantastic, yeah, too. It. Yeah. So, okay, like you, I've always wanted to be able to, you know, simulcast radio to TV. But the nice part about what happened when this gentleman, Bill Hagen, put 1090 back on the air, his primary business is actually advertising. He specializes right. in auto dealerships. So he does all the creative and he does all the placement for car dealers around the country. 
he had these relationships with Cox Communications in San Diego, all the way through Orange County, LA, and into Santa Barbara. So really the whole Southern California, what I like to call the mega market. So um, Bill had gone to Cox. They have a new channel that they're trying to find quality content for, because otherwise it's a bunch of like dental implant freaking you know, uh, like infomercials, right? <laughs> so, so they're looking for good content and, and we're looking to promote the radio station. So essentially we got an hour of airtime on their station and listen, it's a million homes in Southern California that have spectrum and Cox. And if I can just pick up like maybe 10, 20, a hundred, a thousand viewers every day, you know, I can just add to the radio and TV and YouTube and Apple and Spotify and Stitcher and Google Play, TuneIn, Amazon Music. I mean, I just, I want to be on as many platforms as I can be because I understand now more so than ever, not everybody just comes to their, their car, gets in their radio, turns on their radio. Wherever people are, that's where I want to be. Yeah, and everybody should check out the great Sided app. It's badass. You can argue and debate sports on Sided. I do it. Everybody does it. Everyone big in the business does it. Fans love it because they can argue with their favorite hosts and celebrities. It's really cool. Check out the Sided app. Hosmer homered, Myers then homered to make it 4-1, and then uh, they got an RBI single. Cronenworth scored. It's 5-1 Padres. They're picking up where they left off, Scotty. They're kicking ass and taking names at Petco right now and rubbing it in on Bumgarner and the Diamondbacks. And as we speak, I'm just watching over my over my shoulder here, but Tatis just singled out into left field. And so the Padres' bats in game one are already alive. And, you know, Scott, this is such an amazing year for baseball, at least in San Diego, because I promise you this. In 2004, when Petco Park opened, that's when uh, people thought that the, the, the Padres were going to start positioning themselves to play championship caliber baseball. Here's what's happened. Since 2004, this team's never been good. And, and listen, there have been playoff teams. Those teams were like pushing 500. They were playoff teams but they weren't very good. This has been the right. era of the Dodgers, total Dodger dominance for the last eight years. But the Padres, even though shortened season last year, proved their commitment to winning and spending, something they were never able to do. You know, we used to hear all the time, the poor little Padres, they'll never be able to keep up with the big bad <laughs> Dodgers because the Dodgers have all this cable TV money and the Padres can't make that kind of money in San Diego. But there's a new owner of the Padres. He was behind the scenes before. He's now front and center. His name is Peter Seidler. His grandfather owned the Dodgers, moved the Dodgers from Brooklyn to L.A. He's been a baseball lifer. He got a lot of money. He's willing to spend it, and he's addicted to winning. And so not only did they spend the money on uh, Machado a year ago, but as you know, right. they spent big money on Tatis, and they expect him to be the future of their franchise. And then Snell and uh, Musgrove, it just never ends. I can't believe it's like the Federal Reserve out there with the money they're yeah. giving these guys. This team has to win. They're worth so much money, honestly. They got a lot of studs. They got to win, though, because what happened for the last almost 20 years at Petco Park is people didn't go to the park for baseball games. They went to the park for the really good food and the nice craft beer and the beautiful evening in San Diego. And they weren't even watching the baseball game because they weren't there for winning baseball. They were there as an entertainment experience. And now for the first time in this franchise's history in this ballpark since 2004, people are dying to get into these games 
because they want to see the team and they want to see the team win. And they believe that they've got a real opportunity to make a World Series run this year. So there's an energy and an excitement, although it's condensed down to 25% because that's the only number of people that are inside this right. ballpark, 10,000 in total. Uh, there is a vibe and a buzz. And and just by the way, this is very interesting timing today, Scotty. So, so earlier today, the Chargers, who were San Diego's team, I mean, right. Padres were way in the rear view. The The Chargers left, and people are long over it now. Life has gone on. By the way, Qualcomm Stadium, I know you've been there, crumbled to the ground, okay? Right. But the Chargers today, a gigantic family feud. One of the sisters wants the, 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 the brother to sell the team because they're all flat broke. They're all in debt. So this is San Diego's team now, the San Diego Padres, and people are rejoicing wow. today seeing the misery of the Chargers. We hope the uh, Padres kicked everyone's ass, and especially the Dodgers. We're rooting against the Dodgers here uh, from New York uh, via our love of uh, 1090 and San Diego and you. Happy anniversary, my friend. Congratulations. It couldn't happen to a better guy. It's always great seeing you. I'll be out in uh, San Diego the last week of July. We'll hook up and grab a steak. Dude, we're going to go to Del Mar for racing. Peace. My man, there he is, Scott Kaplan in San Diego. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pirates lead the Cubs 5-2 in the eighth. Dodgers and Rockies tied at twos in the fifth. Twins 5-2 on the Brewers in the ninth. Braves have tied up the Phillies on a Panda two-run shot, and they have the bases loaded in the eighth with two outs. Padres now 6-1 on the D-backs. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Bumgarner getting smoked like a doobie. Cardinals 11-4 over the Reds. Rays Marlins scoreless. Rangers 8-6 over tie sticks. Royals. Jays beat the Yankees in 10-3-2. Tigers 3-2 over the Indians. Everything else is later i gotta get this in because i'm running out of time croatian tennis player sells a patch of her arm for five grand <laughs> i like the creative advertising there a uh, drunk mother beat her boyfriend with a hair dryer almost to death after he refused to have sex with her why doesn't that happen in my house biden says the texas rangers are opening at full capacity is a gigantic mistake how about tiger the crash they won't tell you what happened so as to not ruin his privacy. Are you kidding me? They got to wait to get his approval to announce what happened in that crash. I have never in my life heard of that, where a guy gets in a gigantic wreck and no one can talk about it because he's rich and famous. That is absolute BS. How about Germany yesterday? Nice job against North Macedonia. Nice shank on the wide open goal to tie the game, too, by Timo Werner and... Uh, can we show the $2 ticket that turned into fourteen grand? Can we show it? Is it too late? You know, I love these parlay legs. 
I know there you it do. Is. Look Roll at this one. Jeez, the $2 parlay. He's got some hockey in there. They got some college hoops. I think I see a little NBA sprinkled in. Jeez, do we got enough? I mean, that's just uh, plus 700000 Jeez, fourteen grand. How about that? Two fourteen ticket. grand for for two dollars. Not bad. All right, I'll see you tonight on the bench at ten o'clock Eastern on Sports Grid Radio and on Sirius XM Mightier Ten Ninety Sports Map Sports Byline. Game time decisions is next with our boys Morenci and Cam Stewart. You know they're going to be mocking the Yankees after that Jays three two win in ten innings. Hope you're enjoying opening day. Padres rolling on. Bum Farter and the Diamondbacks. Good night, everybody. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.